And the show started. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, Pat, uh, Vaughn is going to be joining us soon. My brother V-Dog be joining us soon. Until then, uh, we'll fill some space, fill some time uh, with what happened with you in the last week. Last week, only thing notable was Saturday night I got some sushi. That's very. Everybody was going to ask yeah, about the sushi. Well, is this a rare thing for you, Pat? Why is this news? Why is this noteworthy? Because that's literally the only thing I've done. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, um, I don't really want to dive any deeper into that. If that's okay. Um, Great. Okay. <laughs> I saw Joe Rogan uh, do a stand-up on Friday. Was that at the Chicago Theater? That was at the Chicago Theater. Yes. How is that? I don't think I've ever actually been inside. So I've been to Chicago Theater. That was my second time going to Chicago Theater. The first time I actually sent, sat front row at a concert. Somebody else paid for the tickets and invited me, and I sat front row there. That was pretty cool. Um, Wait, what was the concert? You know, I honestly don't even remember the name of them. It was some EDM concert. Wow. It was an EDM band that was doing an acoustic set. So it, was all, it wasn't electronic music, but they were traditionally an electronic band. That literally um, makes zero sense. It was a good concert. I didn't know any of the was songs it, or, was it or who intimate? it was. Uh, nothing is intimate at a at a theater with that many people. Well, I don't know. I tend to disagree. I think a venue yeah. that size is a lot different than say you saw a concert in Tinley Park or at Soldier Field. Yeah, but Chicago like Theater is I know, but sixty thousand. Yeah, I, I okay. Yes, in comparison to those, you're right. It's not, but it's still a large theater. Jared, did you just Perfect. get a text? Perfect. I did get a text. Let me take my phone off vibrate here. Yeah, um, felt it yeah. on my face. Thank you. All right, yeah, Bonza. Oh, use that as a sound clip. Felt it on my face. <laughs> yeah, I you like know that. what? I actually wanted, I, Jared, if you can make a sound clip of yourself from the Mamma Mia quote. Oh, you know what? Perfect. It's funny you say that. Uh, Trevor requested that. I got a text from him, and then I did already I make that. I was laughing. I like replayed that like yeah. five times. Mama I actually Mia. did already use that. as a, I have that now officially. Mama as a Mia. I got a couple new ones of you, Pat. You're going to love those, too. I was the only one to put on lipstick. You might. Oh, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> as long as we get rid of the meat stick, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get rid of She's the meat stick. She's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not going to get rid of large black meat stick. Large black meat stick. That's that was a, a listener email I was reading. It was kind of unfair. Well, none of these are fair. It's but not, the words came out of your mouth. The words came out of your mouth, and, and therefore I get to use that soundbite. In the eyes of the law. Yeah, that'll hold up in court. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of court, we do have some questions later on uh, for Face, and we had some little text go back and forth. And he wants to do a new segment where we pick a topic, 
and you and me go on both sides of it. Like I would be prosecuting, you'd be defending, or we, you know, we'd argue two sides of something. Uh, quick correction though, it's Doctor Face now. It is Shamrock, riding dirty. Yeah, Doctor Face. That's right. I was gonna say the Honorable Face because he would be the judge. The uh, Honorable so, Doctor Face. The Honorable Doctor Face. You have to say Doctor. You're right. And uh, so he wants to do that as a future segment. We'll call into him and we'll we'll debate two sides of something, and he'll decide who who wins. I mean, oh, hey, hey, hey. welcome to the show. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, if people have ideas for what we'd like to uh, argue with Ace against, uh, feel free to email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, as far as the theaters go, Pat, I've seen most things I've seen, like most stand-up events, most concerts I've seen have been in much smaller venues than this. So for me, this felt very large. I know you see big... Well, maybe you need to venture out. Yeah, well, you're right. Maybe I need to go more mainstream, more lamestream like you do, Pat. Oh, And uh, watch some bigger bands. Uh, but I like the... Sorry, uh, I yeah. like popular music. Yeah. Yeah. I know, Pat. I just, uh, yeah, I typically don't. But... You're so cool that you're one of the few fans <laughs> in the fan club, Jared. Yeah, or maybe they're just bands that suck. That's why nobody listens to them. There's no way of you're, you're like that no guy way. arguing over craft beer right now. Like, oh, yeah, I tried this first. It's, it's the best, and now it's popular. I'm not that, but I do much prefer craft beer to like, uh, you know. Oh, that's what you are. Bud Light or the, one of those. Yes. Really, I'm I'm a big natty light guy. Vaughn's a big natty. At any event, <laughs> so I can smash my wow, forehead classic. at any moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to do it to smash it on your forehead. I think that's a good call. Um, Vaughn, you should have came to Milwaukee to experience Milwaukee's best. Have you ever had Milwaukee's best? I thought best, you were Vaughn? Milwaukee's best. Oh. <laughs> you don't even know what Milwaukee's best is, do you? You mean the beer? Well, now you know what it means. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I just decided that I knew. <laughs> uh, I like that. I like that. But I do know what it is. Is it that good, though? I've never had one. I'm just saying you should have experienced it. It's, um, I guess you could say in comparison to Natty Light. Oh. Is it easy to smash? I'll bring the beers. Damn right. What's the what's the flow rate? Um, I'm not in the analytics. I couldn't tell you. Well, you might want to work on that. Yeah, Pat, we probably should figure out flow rate before we start recommending beers. Yeah, come on, guys. Let's yeah, let's raise our millennium level up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, here's something, Pat. Uh, did you notice that? Uh, so the the NBA Finals ended, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors won uh, the championship game. I don't think it was a huge shocker. Surprise! Most people could have, could have probably predicted that before the season started. Um, but uh, something that came up, which I want to see if this is frat or not, with Vaughn. Now we got Vaughn here. Nope. LeBron in his uh, in his post uh, post game conference was wearing a suit with shorts on, and they were designed for that suit. And I looked it up, and this is actually the thing: like you can buy suits that instead of having dress pants with it, they're dress shorts. What are your that thoughts? That sounds on this? very frat to me. That sounds nothing like frat. That's not frat. Yeah, no, that sounds just dumb. And I saw that you showed me pictures of it. Yeah, I showed you pictures. Just, it doesn't look good. You wear a suit to look good and to be business. Shorts, not business. You can't even wear that on a casual Friday. Think about me it. Me and Pat both no, like rocking no, shorts though, Vaughn, so that's why I'm I, curious I, about this. Yeah, I, I feel like Vaughn is trying to say that this is not frat because it's super lame, but it's something that's totally frat. I don't know what frat you're in, Pat. <laughs> but that's not ATO, not. baby. That's not Taws. 
Maybe it's just not. Maybe you know they always say like um, southern southern states are a few years behind, right? Like there's a South Park episode where this guy wakes up from an ice. He was frozen in ice, and he was shocked by the new world because it was like I don't know three years later, or five years later, whatever it was. And so the guy, they sent the guy on a train to Iowa because it was like three or five years behind. Maybe, uh, maybe Vaughn is just maybe Mississippi is just a few years behind on the style. They're frats because Pat, you do know that frats. Surprise me, yeah, Pat knows style. <laughs> but me and Pat do know shorts. I, me and Pat like to rock. You wear shorts to work sometimes, right, Pat? I wear. I, I told you I'm done with yeah. pants until like Halloween. Yeah. So me and Pat both. That's bold. A lot of people do not allow, you know, a lot of people would not be comfortable wearing shorts to work. Uh, me and Pat both don't have a problem with it. All right, Pat, how about this? What if you got a date with Taylor Swift, but the only rule is you had to wear shorts? He or does pants. Or shorts, either one. No, probably shorts. If I had a date with Taylor Swift, we'd have a long talk. About what? <laughs> Just why things are the way they are. This would be such a horrible first date. Yeah, she wait, they, she would not be calling you back. Wait, wait, no. So you're you're taking her out to like say you take her out for drinks and you're gonna sit her down and talk to her like why she is the way she is. Exactly. <laughs> She's gonna love that probably. You're gonna have another song written about you, Pat. See, and now she just got more popular, so everybody wins. Gains a little knowledge, writes another bullshit yeah, song, but, everybody wins. Pat, how about this? If you married her and kept her happy for the rest of her life, what would she write about? She'd have to quit. Why um, don't you just bite the I'd have bullet? To ask her to marry me. Think about your logic for a second. What? I mean, that seems reasonable. Would not happen. Well, I mean, that's... I could get that divorce money though. Oh, there you go, Pat. Uh, he's a gold digger. Pat is a gold digger. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Um, so when I was in San Diego. Uh, there was a there was a, we were at a restaurant and right behind the hostess they had the sign up that this is the exact word for word a three percent charge will be added to each bill to help cover increasing costs and increasing wages so instead of like just adding a price to you know like say now instead of uh, the uh, sandwiches being ten dollars they're ten dollars and fifty cents right or whatever ten dollars and thirty cents. Um, now they just at, at the very end of the bill they just have a three percent charge to increase uh, because of increasing costs and wages. So it's like a, a like a sneaky yeah. like fee that they're adding on to the to the bottom of your bill. I kind of agree with you. I think they should just raise like the prices by a little bit. I don't think people will get too upset or alarmed by that. No, it seems like a sleazy way to just throw in these extra fees at the end. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean. It's like when restaurants like make you include gratitude, or well, I don't even know how to say that. Uh, gratitude. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough word. <laughs> they made a movie about it. It was a Disney movie with a uh, with a mouse. Oh, gratitude. Yeah, gratitude. Like, I'm gonna pay a tip, but then when it's like already included, and it, it's kind of like okay. What if she wants more than that? Like, who says I was gonna tip that much? What if it sucked? Yeah, that's a good point. Because if if it's something's built in, right? If something's automatically given to somebody their incentive is way lower to provide a good service. So I don't I like so. the I don't like the gratuity included. Move on, you judgmental prick. What do you think about Pat? There's people that uh work in the restaurant industry. They get really upset if you don't tip a lot. Have you ever gone to dinner with somebody, you ever like dated a girl or some of those type of things that she would like used to be a waitress, that kind of thing. They always like you have to tip you're tipping like thirty percent. Otherwise they're upset yeah. about it. And that's the worst. 
No, but I had a roommate who was a bartender, and he would, like, get literally upset if we didn't tip, like, a ton when we went out. Yeah. It was like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Then you're like, like what, wait, what am you I eat... just made of money? Yeah, and then you're like, wait, you eat all of my food at the house. You suck. Like, I'm not tipping you anything. Totally. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Um, yeah, but I, to me, I, I... I, I want to hear more rash. I mean, people always say it's because, uh, you know, waiters and waitresses are underpaid and that kind of thing. So that's you try to tip them out as much as you can. But to me, why is it on? I understand the logic is because they're not paid right. They're paid by tips, right? They're paid a very low amount, and so the way they get paid is through tips. But why is that on? Why is the burden on the consumer, and why is that not on the restaurant for just paying them more? Why, like, why, why is it? Why is it my fault that like the? Yeah, I'm just yeah. from a logical perspective. Why is it my fault that the restaurant is not paying you more? I, I still, I still I tip know. pretty decently, but I just, I don't like that logic of it's because they don't get paid much. I understand that we're trying to compensate for that, but why? Like that's there should be more fight just back from the from the wait head, staff. Jared, just yeah. off the top of my head, I if I had to guess, there was like a time when um, they were paid decent wages and people were tipping on top of it. So then maybe like people are spending mess or like less money on food or something. So they changed like the way they pay them. You should write a book about no, that. Yeah, Pat. that's definitely not it. Random thoughts. Random thoughts by Pat. It's a blog. Let's do that, Pat. Let's do your blog. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> okay. That's okay. gone really good, well. Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, so far, Pat's blog's going good. I actually did really like that article uh, that you did. That Jay, one I got something. Yeah, what is it, Vaughn? Is Stormy Daniels the new Marilyn Monroe? Ooh. Think about it. Interesting. Bang the um, president. It's only in one perspective, and it's that Or one. the new Kim K. No. I, okay, it, it's it's the closest. I think Marilyn Monroe was like a public figure that most people liked, and she just also happened to have an affair with the you okay. know, alleged affair so with the So more Kim K where it came out of nowhere and then had sex with somebody, and then now they're famous. More along those lines, yeah. Okay. Marilyn Monroe, I think, was more of like an idol, and people like actually like liked her a lot. Where Stormy Daniels, I don't think really anybody's a, a big lot fan. of people liked. Yeah, her. <laughs> yeah. But I, really... I actually, I like. Yeah. That's an interesting no, thought, though. Vaughn. Like, think about it. Everybody knew who Marilyn Monroe was. Not everybody knew who Stormy Daniels was. I mean, maybe you did, Vaughn, but not everybody else did. <laughs> oh, I knew who she was. Me and her go way back. Yeah. Never met her though. I bet you did. So. Uh, okay, so real fast, last thing with uh, San Diego that I didn't cover last week. We went to a stand-up comedy show, and the guy that did that video uh, that was arguing, we, we talked about on Chubstep a while back, the video where the guy's talking about partying, where he's arguing with part, you know, like uh, to the city hall about not restricting partying. Uh, that was one of the guys. Do you remember that, Pat? We did that whole conversation about that? Yeah, the guy yeah. at the courthouse. Yeah, the guy at the courthouse. So that guy was one of the guys doing stand-up uh, at when I was there. It was? Oh, so he's like an yeah. actual comedian? Yeah, he's an actual comedian. Correct. Oh. That makes <laughs> yeah. like the story it's, a little less It cool, does, though. it does, and that's an act. Like, that, that whole personality thing is like a, you know, it's like his, his character. Because his, his character in that, he goes by Chad, and Chad's oh, not even his real name. Chad. I didn't know that's Yeah, Chad goes deep that. is what his thing is. <laughs> um, he's a funny guy, uh, but it was just, yeah, it is a little bit. It was cool, though, to see, because it was just like randomly showed up there. We didn't know he was going to be there, and then it was just him. And I'm like, oh, He was I, really good. Yeah, he was really good. Um, I want to get to some emails real fast here. Hello. 
So one of them, Pat, was in the email, but but Nick Russo uh, did this Facebook thing with me, and he said that uh, it was one of those. You know, you did you did your uh, your albums that affected you, right? Um, yes. And so somebody did one of those the uh, films, and it was what are your ten films that affect you? And so every day you you post something on Facebook about just the film, and then you tag somebody new to do it. So he tagged me in it, and he said, I don't have to do it if I talk about it on the show. And I screenshot it. I sent it to you earlier. So if you have something, that's great. If not, it's all right. It's okay. I have my 10. So I'm going to go through my 10 movies that kind of shaped. Uh, it's kind of, I guess the exact thing was uh, the way it was phrased. Share 10 movies over 10 days that help shape your appreciation for films and therefore shaped you into the person you've become today. So these aren't all appreciation of films, but just kind of more shape me today. So uh, the first one for me was Memento. This isn't in any order. Uh, Memento is, uh, I think, my favorite if I had to pick like my favorite movie, they think like almost is the most well done movie. Like I just enjoy that movie. I think the most, I really like Memento. You've probably never even seen that. Vaughn, never right? seen it. Yeah. Vaughn's never seen trying it. Trying to keep it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay. It's a great movie. Um, this guy loses his memory and he keeps trying to find out who killed his wife, but he loses his memory. Like, Oh every, my wife. Oh my wife. He loses his, uh, he loses his memory every like couple minutes. So he has to have all these tattoos and all these notes like all over the place so that he can remember, try to track down who killed his wife. And it keeps, like, the timing of it is weird. Uh, another one is Malibu's Most Wanted for me. Uh, I, I chose that because that's a movie I've seen more than any other time. Uh, the name J-Rad was based off the character B-Rad, B-Rad in that movie. Shout out B-Rad. Shout out B-Rad. And that movie is, is you know, it's not, I don't think, it probably has a very low Rotten Tomato score. Probably not overall, you know, received as a great movie. I was super into Jamie Kennedy at the time. Still am. I think he's really good. I love the Jamie Kennedy experiment. He came out with that with uh, Mel's Most Wanted. It was a character from the Jamie Kennedy experiment. And I've seen that movie so many times, I actually watched it once with a commentary on. So uh, that's um, uh, Mel's Most Wanted. It's on there for me. You got a uh, PlayStation 2? Nah, I got GameCast. GameCast? Well, there's GameCube and then there's Dreamcast. What you got? Well, I said I got GameCast, oh. man. Damn, I can't afford it. My bad. I'm just trying to help you out. Another one is Bone Tomahawk. Oh God. And I have Bone Tomahawk on there because it's a movie where there's one scene in it which you just will never forget. And anybody that's seen the movie will know what I'm talking about, but I think that one kind of shapes the uh, just one image kind of in your mind, and you're just not going to forget that. Uh, another one for me, Happy Gilmore. I think that, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that one is kind of like, you know, one, just a classic uh, Adam Sandler comedy for me. I think that's one I could watch a ton of times. I've seen it a ton of times and yeah. still never gets old. And it's uh, just kind of the epitome of kind of like my childhood comedy type scene. So I kind of like that. Another one on there is Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. Similar, similar to uh, Happy Gilmore. This one, I probably got the most lines uh, from any of the things. <laughs> he says, uh, Sadate, sign your pity on the runny kind. It's like this whole Pootie Tang was, uh, it was actually directed by. Uh, Sirac, right? No, Chris Rock, I think, was like a producer on it, and he was obviously in it, but it was actually directed by, um, it was the guy who just got in trouble for all the women. Oh, Xander the, Cage. No, Xander Cage, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, not Triple X's character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. directed Pootie Tang. Seeker. Seeker, no. Louis C.K. directed Pootie Tang, uh, but uh, it's a really ridiculous movie, over the top. Uh, Chris Rock, it's kind of one of his classic Chris Rock-type movies. Um, a lot of ridiculous language in it, and just like a lot of the... A lot of lines, I would say, from that movie, her wild. Jay, you should uh, insert his song, his hit song. I could put some Pootie Tang in here, yeah. He don't do need that. no words. Uh, well, Bob, I'm a pawn Tony. Got my dillies on a pepper Well, I can't say the name no, my brother. What a tie. 
Yeah, yeah, it's called uh, Sign Your Pity on the Runny Kind. <laughs> yeah, baby. Capuchin. Dirty D, you a batted daddy, lamentat, tebit, shy. That's a can of pan. All the way down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one is The Patriot. Uh, I love The Patriot. Uh, you ever seen The Patriot Pat with Mel Gibson? Oh, yes. Yeah. Long movie. Long movie. It's not that long. You're thinking of The Gladiator, Pat. No, Patriot's kind of long. <laughs> no, I'm it's not. not. It's not I, super long. I haven't long. seen Gladiator. Yeah. Well, Gladiator's good. Patriot is just, I love that era. Uh, I kind of like those. It's like my favorite. I love that genre. I think that's probably my favorite genre. It's kind of like a historical fiction type movie where things are like kind of based on reality, but maybe not exactly how it went down. Um, and just the Patriot, I just, yeah, I think it was a cool story. Well done movie. Another one was Horsey. And this one's kind of the mm-hmm. deepest pull of all the movies. This one shaped me a lot because we used to do this thing in high school where we do bad movie. It would change. Bad movie Tuesday, bad movie Thursday, whatever it was. And uh, we would pick, like, the worst movie that we could try to find on Netflix or Amazon, whatever it was, whatever the streaming device was, and we would watch that movie. And a lot of times our, our like, uh, our qualifications would be, like, it had to be, like, some girl, like, you know, uh, holding up her, you know, like, covering something in front of her boobs. And then they would say, like, unrated version. Of, like, it would be some of these ridiculous, uh, you know, movie like that, some late night type movie. Raunchy comedy. It was like, yeah, late night. Yeah, whatever. The, you know, like American Pie type movies. Um type things and this is a combination of guys and girls that were watching these movies back in high school with us and uh the the most ridiculous one get that out there so it get this out. yeah <laughs> so and, uh the most ridiculous one was this movie called horsey and it was from i think it was from like 1997 or something like that and not just because i looked it up randomly right before this but uh it was this really <laughs> uh this really over the top um so poorly done movie and they, it was like, I remember there's a part where they pull up this, uh, they didn't want to pay for the, any sort of, having, they didn't want to have any sort of copyright infringement on Minute Maid orange juice. So they pull it out and you can see it's like whited out and it says mute mad. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it just whited out some of the letters so they can, again, trouble the copyright. And uh, there's a line in it, which is just so memorable, which says, uh, you think you're so cool with your rock star boyfriend in your porn shop. That's one of the lines in the movie, just how bad this movie is. It, it felt like it was filmed on, like, a 1990s camcorder. Uh, another one for me is The Mummy. I don't think it's – it's actually The Mummy Returns. I don't think it's a big shocker for anybody. kind of, you know, started my Brendan Fraser thing. Uh, you know, it is just a classic. I've seen that one. I've seen that one more than any other money, Mummy ones. I like that a lot. Money, money, money. Number nine for me, Independence Day. Uh, that was a classic, like right in the same era as Mummy. Jeff Goldblum. You know, classic Goldblum. I liked him a lot. Will Smith. That movie I saw a ton of times. Some good action. Some good, you know. I just thought it was a solid movie overall. Last one on here is a movie for the opposite reasons of all these other ones, basically. Artificial Intelligence. It was the uh, first movie I ever fell asleep in. I uh, really disliked the movie. <laughs> is that the one with and, The Rock? Uh, no, The Rock uh, is not it. No, it's it's this really overly long movie. I think it's a horrible movie. Uh, probably one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of bad movies. Action point. It's it's one of my least favorite movies that was very that had a wide release, like a big movie type thing. Um, and so that would be on there for me. So that's my list of of ten for you, Russo. I hope uh, I hope you find that satisfying. Yeah. Kind of surprised no one's seen No Man. Um, I chose. I had to pick one Brendan Fraser one, and the one I've seen the most is The Mummy Returns. Why just one? Because I could only pick ten, so I had to fig- I picked each for kind of a different reason. So one gotcha. I picked for be a Brendan Fraser one, and that was the Mummy Returns. Yeah, Pat, did you Solid have a list, list of ten, Jared. or did you not do that? 
No, I did it for you. Oh, sweet. For That's Russo, nice actually. Yeah. Well, no, Jared, for you. For okay. you, the moon and the sky, Jared. <laughs> you told me that the uh... other day. I really appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't go into as much detail as you, but That's I fine. can just list them out for That's you. That's fine, yeah. Um, no particular order. Wayne's World. I've seen it so many times I could speak the Chinese in the movie. I'm in love with the Chinese chick. Yes, nice. Uh, Blues Brothers is in there. <laughs> yeah, you like good. Blues Brothers, Jared? I do, I do. I haven't seen it enough, but I do enjoy the movie. Yeah, it's just like, you know, 1980 Chicago. Yep. It's just kind of cool. It's classic. It's a you classic. Know? Yeah. Uh, the Godfather. Oh, yeah. I got that oh, on yeah. DVD yeah, like, right that. before I went to college. It's like one of the few ones I had, so I watched it a lot. Yep. The Exorcist. Have you seen The Exorcist? You know what? I have never seen the movie The Exorcist. I watched. We worked on the TV show The Exorcist, uh, but that's not the same thing at all. Uh, I've seen so. Exorcist is fucking hilarious. At this point in time, it's funny. Oh, it's it is actually it, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> it is hilarious. Like when you're a kid and you're watching it, you're like, oh. But yeah. now when you watch it, it's just it's like pure comedy. When, and it's interesting too. It's a good story. She, I should watch it. She's doing like the back handspring down the staircase, and you can just easily see the wires coming out of her. It's like pulling up her <laughs> oh, dress. It's really like, bad. Like, yeah, it's like really bad. <laughs> nice. And she just like curses really bad. Yeah. Like, she's a the bad devil girl. A she's mouth. a bad little demon. Uh, next, I have Tommy Boy. Nice. Auto Parts. Yep. Yeah. And he went to Marquette in that uh, movie. Wow. He did go to Marquette. Yep. Uh, Goodfellas. Seen Goodfellas many Classic. times. Classic, yep. Ray Liotta. Gaily. Funny and suspenseful. Ray Liotta might have had some plastic surgery done. It just looks like it in his recent commercials we pointed out. Just, just, we're just, I'm just saying. That's my second one. I'm just saying. Keep As of now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm. Classic. Classic. Loved, yeah, loved Indy growing up. Was him for Halloween twice. Wow. Okay, this one you may not have seen. Have you seen The Place Behind the Pines? No. Oh, that's a good movie. You should oh. watch it sometime. Like a horror movie? No, it's not a horror movie. It's like a crime drama movie. Rom-com. It's got a good storyline. It's a rom-com. It's like, it's like it, it has two parts of it. No, it's not a rom-com. <laughs> It's like it's got two parts of it, so it, like the story kind of changes, but it all ties up in the end. You know what? I will watch it, Pat. As long as Jeff yeah, Goldblum's on it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's not. <laughs> I know. With Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Um, Pulp Fiction. Nice. Good. Very nice. And then the last one I'll say is Jackass Two. Oh, nice. Vaughn. Uh, Vaughn recently saw. Uh, I have a five movie list. Vaughn is vibe. It's on there. Nice. Vaughn, uh, you, and you recently saw uh, What's-His-Name's recent movie. Action Point. That's what I'm saying is it's on there. Oh, okay, good. On yeah. my five movie list. Oh, Vaughn, okay. Pat, I like those all. The Jackass 2, I think it's a very, I like, it was a good choice. I think it's a, I wouldn't have thought to put it on there, but I like it. Great. All right, Vaughn's going to go through here that he just thought of right now. Okay. Happy Gilmore on there. Love that okay, movie. Yeah, yeah. You already explained that. Yeah. Disturbia. Think Ooh, about it. Don't do think like about Disturbia. it. I do Disturbia. Yeah, okay. Even Stevens, Shia LaBeouf. Yep. I just love that movie. <laughs> okay. uh, School of Rock. Oh, nice. Yeah. Jack Black, I think one of the best actors. He's just hilarious. I love it. Also, Shell Hell. Could slip in there. We don't know. Yep. Uh, Interstellar. Matthew no, McConaughey. I, know Vaughn's a big I just, guy. That is probably my favorite movie of all time. Yep. Makes me cream a little bit. Yep. Uh, and then Action Point. 
<laughs> that it, the, that's action. on there because that is the absolute worst movie <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. If you go see it, just leave. Like we we left or we wanted to leave like thirty minutes before it ended, but we made the mistake of staying the whole time. Action it was it was like it was like a jackass him. movie, yeah. but it just wasn't good. They like tried to make it an actual story. And uh, like supposedly they did all their own stunts, but there's no way one of the, he gets like launched out of a catapult. So like, he's Vaughn. He said so. I, he was just on Howard Stern recently. He said that that was the most injured he's ever been was filming this movie. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. He, well, he, either way, he claims like he had a, con- a couple of concussions and like stuff. Like, yeah, he I can see like, that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If he did all of them, yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, but it still was just like such a poorly scripted they, movie, and just like they just tried to make it jackass with a plot, but jackass yeah. just needs to be jackass. Yeah. I see. So, I see. Okay. That's my five. Well, there you go. Well, there you go, Pat. I like that. Um, let's go. Uh, oh, some other emails here. Yeah. We got uh, Rosalie emailed in. And again, Rosalie, once me and Pat are together, we will we will call you. Um, but uh, one email here was from. Okay. This is from Rosalie. Lame. And it says, oh, sorry. Hey. It's from Rosalie. And it says, hi, Nick. I think it was just a reply to when Nick said <laughs> when Nick when, when uh, Russo emailed last week saying hi Rosalie. Wow, that's oh, so yeah. cute. Yeah. Okay, here's the next part. Uh, this one's from Smacko, and it's titled Dumbledore. It says, "Hey Ace, it is Shamrock, riding dirty." Did Dumbledore break any laws when he stole the light from the lamppost in the Harry Potter series? Thanks, Smacko. So then I was texting with Ace earlier because I figured we we're going to be recording late, so I didn't want to call him. And uh, so this is what he said to this. He said, well, I don't know. The elements of vandalism, but maybe that. I don't know about stealing because light isn't really property. And then he said, I'd say stealing is a no. So this isn't stealing. But we could nab him on something else, probably for making them inoperable. Oh, no. So he's saying it might, yeah, maybe like a vandalism type thing. Like You're making something so they can't be used if you're taking all the light from them. Uh, but it's not technically stealing. Like you want to get charged for stealing. Sounds like he could somehow Honestly, get behind no- bars. I have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, Harry Potter. You're a big Harry Potter guy, right? I haven't seen past the second movie. Oh, I was actually surprised you saw any of the movies, so. <laughs> so props to you, Pat. Well, I, I read the first two books. I was, you know, a big reader growing up. People forget that. They do. Yeah. All right, how about a Jeff Goldblum Hi. movie review? Hi. Hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's gonna be Goldblum. I jam in them. Into his pocket. I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Also, by the Oops. way, uh, Brad sent me. Uh, Brad, friend of the show, Brad sent hey, me Brad? a link to a Snapchat today. It, by the time people listen to this, will be done. But uh, Goldblum did a Snapchat like promotion thing for Jurassic Park, where he's rewatching a lot of his movies, and uh, he was just talking about him being in different movies and things like that. It was hilarious. And then uh, one of the things was they had to have him finish the lines from a couple movies, and one of the things they had him do was uh, he talked about 
uh, this is the gold cabbage of and then blank and it was from his scene from Sesame Street which we just talked about a couple <laughs> you know like th- three weeks ago on the show uh, so I thought it was very relevant for that and uh, deep pole because most people probably don't know he was in Jurassic Park so that's it anyway here was the movie uh, for Jeff Gold movie review this is called Next Stop Greenwich Village 1976 so this is like one of the first couple movies Jeff Goldblum was in. This is a story about this guy uh, named Larry. And Larry goes uh, from one part of New York to the other part of New York, uh, to Greenwich Village. And he is starting basically starting a new life. He's like 21, and he wants to be an actor. And he's dating this girl. And it's just kind of a little slice of life thing, supposed to take place in like the mid-50s. Uh, just like, you know, like he goes, he's dating this girl. She gets pregnant. They got to figure out if they want an abortion. Uh, he's friends with Christopher Walken in this movie. I feel like a little boy who's lost his first tooth, put it under his pillow waiting for the tooth fairy to come. Only two evil burglars have crept in my window and snatched it before she could get here. Wait a second. Do you understand? The concept of the Tooth Fairy. Um, Christopher Walken is the other big actor in this, um, other than Jeff Goldblum has a very minor part. Jeff Goldblum's a competing actor with him. Like, they're kind of friends, and they are kind of fighting for the same part. Um, Also, in the background of one of the scenes, you'll see Bill Murray. Bill Murray plays an extra in this movie. Uh, So kind of early on in Bill Murray's career as well. So... uh, this movie, so 1976, so the movies are sometimes a little hard to watch, right? Um, this one was actually shot pretty well, and storyline, everything flowed pretty well. The story was just kind of like, and, and I kind of felt uh, for some of the characters, some of the things they were going through, I think it was actually fairly well done. Um, it just, to me, it's I, I can't recommend it because it's just not like my type of movie, right? It's literally just some guy going through, uh, you know, going through life in the 1950s like a young 20-year-old trying to be an actor in the 1950s. I mean, there's not, and there's not too much more to the story than that. I mean, really is minor things that happen uh, in his life. And so it's middle tier for me just because it's not, uh, you know, it's not like a grab, a grabbing movie, but it's actually fairly well done and very watchable for a 1970s movie. Uh, next stop, Greenwich Village. It is a Harry Connick Jr. on the Jeff Goldblum Independence Day movie review schedule. Or as the good reverend would say, why we on this particular mission, we'll never know. But I do know here today that the Black Knights will emerge victorious once again. Amen, man. Amen, Reverend. Middle tier. Middle tier. You big uh, 70s movie guy, Pat? Uh, Godfather, Exorcist. There you go. Wow. Yeah. He's a huge 70s <laughs> movie guy. Yeah, I didn't even need to ask. Yeah, calm down, Pat. Huge. All right, actually, Pat, what's something you want to get to before we get to Tanzania News? Is there something you had? Yeah, you know, I thought I would throw in some bitch what this week. All right, let's hear it. I said bitch. Bitch what? Bitch, 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 bitch what? I said bitch what? Bitch, 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 they changed their name from IHOP to IHOB, or International House of Burgers, to promote the fact that they also serve lunch food, yeah. including burgers. Here's my thing. If you're going to make it IHOB, wouldn't you just make it International House of Brunch, so you have both breakfast and lunch foods? You hate brunch, though. Maybe they do, too. Uh-oh. 
No, I just hate the way people go about brunch. What does that I mean? Do. No, I actually kind of agree with Pat. People make brunch when you get to our age, Vaughn, which it doesn't seem that it's not that far away, but people it's people are obsessed with brunch. And that's like all they talk about. It's like we're going to do brunch, we're going to brunch like it, it's you hear that word, it's like <laughs> it's way over the top. I already see a Snapchat with mimosas. <laughs> That's right. weird. Yeah, so I'm just, I don't know. I feel like they're getting away from their brand here. Like, didn't we talk about what was it? Uh, somebody makes like food too. Was it Colgate? I talked about Colgate yeah, a while ago, man. That, but that's yeah. that failed. Yeah. I feel like if pancakes is your thing, you shouldn't go away from it. Like, if you're gonna go to IHOP, don't you go to IHOP for like literally pancakes or waffles yeah. or breakfast foods? Yeah. I don't like recognize IHOP with burgers. I don't know why they would change it to that. Well, they're, I, that's I what they're trying like to do. They're going to get like a short-term like spike where people are going to go get the burgers and then people are going to stop going because they're not going to like recognize it with pancakes anymore. Yeah, and I heard this is a temporary thing, right? They're not actually changing everything to IHOP. This is a yeah. temporary like promotional thing uh, from but what I heard. Did you oh. see all the tweets from the other fast food chains? No. Like Burger King tweeted out like you don't see us change our name to Pancake King and like yeah. uh, Waffle House tweeted something like yeah. we're not Burger House or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Classic. So you you think this is a bad move though, Pat? Well, I didn't read that it was temporary, so I guess I should have done my. Homework. I, I think that's. Did that you hear that same thing? Bro? It doesn't no, sound as. I mean, bad. it's definitely just like a publicity stunt. Like, I mean, it's working. You're talking about it. That's true. They would have to change every sign and everything. It would be yeah, such a huge expense. I didn't even think about that. So if it's temporary, aren't you kind of cross-canceling it with all that? Yeah, it, it, but it's stupid. It's stupid either way. I mean, it's something like you said. It's it's they're trying to show that the whole point is to show that they you know do do lunch stuff too. But it's like people don't. Nobody there is not a, <laughs> there's not a person in the world that says, "Hey, I want to go out and get some." It's middle of the day. Let's go get some lunch. Let's go to IHOP. Well, you're not, not living. One Unless you're going to get breakfast. Like, you would go anywhere. There's no way that it, that IHOP has a better burger than some local Gunkuma's Corner or some local burger place uh, in your area. Uh, there's just no way. Their, their breakfast stuff is not that great. It's just very basic stuff. And it's like nobody is going to go there to get to sit down or something like that. You can get a better burger at the same probably similar burger at like a Burger King. Mm. Where you just drive through, like, why would you go to you know unless they unless they are just now the king of burgers? And I stand corrected. Maybe I'll have to try one of these and make a, a total judgment. Why does it Pat tried out for his uh, limited time foods? Pat, I kind of like that idea. You got maybe got to try a burger from there. I don't even know where an IHOB is. <laughs> yeah, there's no way of knowing either. There's no way yeah. you can figure that out. <laughs> yeah. In today's geez. world, not a chance. Yeah, not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, I like it, Pat. Uh, I think yeah, I agree with you. Bad move. All right. Anything else you, you want to get through? With before? me? I do agree with you. Yeah. Wow. What a show. <laughs> Everybody's really starting to come together. Uh, anything else you want to get through, Pat? So. Before you leave? I don't. I don't have anything else. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to do Tanzania news. You can either stay on or, or head off. So here we go. Um, okay, bye bye. All right, see you, Patty. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patients are now transmitting the infection. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi, it's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust.
Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay, Vaughn, here we go. Tanzania news without Pat. Now we can just do this and we can just hang out. Uh, yeah, you and me. way right. better. Ready for this? Yep. Authorities, and now you can angle that uh, thing a little more towards you. Yep. Authorities investigate case of woman who gave birth in Tanzania police station. Mm. So here's what happened. And this seems really reasonable. You'll, yeah. you'll see. You'll see. No, you'll sense. see what happened here. Uh, Amina Rafael Mubanda, uh, who was 26. Mumbada. Mumbada. Uh, she was arrested at her home uh, because uh, on June 2nd, so this is, you know, 10 days ago, uh, because <laughs> they were searching for her husband, whom they suspected of bu- buying a stolen bed. So because they he bought a stolen bed, because they suspected her husband of buying a stolen bed, they arrested her. Uh, OK, yeah, that makes sense. So then she was heavily pregnant at the time. She says, hey, can you not take me to the, make me the prison? Can you take me to the hospital? I'm going to have a baby. Uh, they said no. Yeah, as they should. No, <laughs> you got to go to prison because your husband might have bought a stolen bed. Uh, those then, are the repercussions those are the of rules. buying In beds. the eyes of the law. <laughs> In the, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all here seems, say. Seems to make sense. Um, so because of that, uh, she has to give the baby. And uh, they don't really have room in the prison. They don't do it there. So they have her have the baby on the front lawn of the police station. In the That's middle, a natural birth. In the middle of the night. Baby was born into a grub worm. <laughs> she, she goes right in the ground. Yeah. She and just, then she, she heals in the dirt. And then yeah. she, she yeah, pokes her head out. She's, she's kind of like those, uh, the uh, orcai in the Lord of the Rings where they're coming out of the dirt. Where they get birthed into the dirt. dirt yeah. yeah. That's kind of like what this baby is. Groundhog's Day. Part two. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so people said apparently some Tanzania rights groups are upset about this. That's weird. Yeah, a little strange. <laughs> and uh, so now the uh, you know they're fighting back, and we'll see how this goes. But uh, they say this is a cruel act, hmm. and I would uh, seems a little harsh. Seems a little harsh. <laughs> I I would love. Well, first of all, buying the stolen bed. Why aren't you going after the guy? A stolen bed too. Who cares? Like. Of all the things to steal, that's one of the worst things to steal. It's huge. Yeah. It doesn't cost that much. Yeah, I, that's weird. Nobody's buying, like, stolen... Uh, nobody's... Ever, <laughs> he's like, I got you a know good... half of the Tempur-Pedics <laughs> sold in the stores are actually stolen? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what a massive thing you have to transport. And then it's like, I don't want to use bed anyway, right? How often do you want to use bed? Beds are kind of those things... Used? You're right. could have been stolen new bed. Good point. Yeah, why would you steal an old bed? I feel like... Why would you steal a bed? You... They're not that much. I just feel like people aren't buying old beds either. No, they do sometimes, but you're right. In general, they don't. You're right. Um, that's why there's so many of those mattress firms and those kind but of places. That's also Tanzania. That's also Tanzania. Good point. Uh, and so apparently this guy had bought a stolen one, which who knows? So I guess he must have known that it was stolen, apparently. But they don't even know if he actually did it. And do you get in trouble if you buy something stolen? If you, you know don't what they know? Say, guilty till proven innocent. Yeah. I bought a stolen iPod one time I didn't know was stolen. From who? My I job. can't say him. I can't say who it was, but it was a guy. And yeah. I've talked about him on the show before, and he's really into frat stuff. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but, oh. oh, yep. Easy. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I bought a, yeah, an iPod, and I thought he told me it was from his grandma. And Why his, his grandma, grandma have the iPod? He said his grandma got had an iPod, and then she got an iPhone, so she didn't need the iPod anymore. And he always knew I wanted to, you know, that I didn't have an iPod or anything at the time. This was in high school. And I and said, he, all right, I'll buy it. So I buy this. You know, it was cheap. Maybe paid like 20 bucks for like a 80 gig, you know, uh, iPod. And uh, then I'm fl- then for some reason somebody had pictures on there, which is so – I don't know why you'd ever have pictures on an iPod. Yeah, I'm flipping well, it into some girl from our high school. Oh. Yeah. 
But uh, I was like, hey, uh, see some pictures of this person. Doesn't seem like your grandma. And he's like, oh, yeah, I stole that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Thanks for but the 20 I, bucks. But I knew if I told you, uh, you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't have uh, bought it. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, wouldn't have bought right? it. So do I get in trouble for that? I don't know. Nope. Nope. There we go. Because in the eyes of the, the law. law. Yeah, exactly. In the eyes of the law. You're innocent. Exactly. In the eyes of the law. Uh, so we're going to wrap up the show there. People email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. We'll read those iTunes reviews. Uh, also, check out some of our other uh, podcasts that are out there, uh, some of the in the Chubstep community. Uh, of course, the real boys, uh, Tejas and Little Stevie, whenever they make another show, check that <laughs> out. Two Jacks, One Mike just started up, some of Vaughn's friends. Ooh, uh, shout out, that's shout on out. SoundCloud. And then, uh, yeah, rate the show on iTunes. Also, uh, email show Chubstep about the Yep. .com. And <laughs> follow Pat Callahan on Instagram, PatCallahan044, everybody. Formerly Bad Piece. Yeah, he formerly Bad Piece. He couldn't finish up the show with us. Who knows? Who knows? Why, why couldn't? He's yeah, so uh, follow him, PatCallahan044 on Instagram. And the show has ended. Boys. Boys. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.